0: 100. Okay, good morning. We are in resh Pay Daled. She is sponsored for Fuashlema, for Ben Sion, Ben Shendom. resh Pei Daled Bet. Im Chal Rosh Chodesh B'Shabbat. Rosh So, when it gets to the uh, Haftarah, we don't mention uh, Rosh Chodesh at all. Right, we don't. If that's um, when it's Rosh Chodesh on Shabbos. Why? Because the only reason why you're saying the Haftarah is because of Shabbos. That's the only reason. If there's no Haftarah first, so you don't mention it at all. There's another opinion that says, even though we don't mention it when we say Baruch Hashem at the end. right? You wouldn't say that. But you do mention it, Derech Agav, in the middle of the, the long part of the Bracha, Shomer Et yoma manuach hazeh, for Shabbos, vet yoma shkhodesh hazeh, that you add that part in. Vaminek is vara harishona, but that's not the minak, it's like the first, what we mentioned first. Okay. Gimmo. Yeah? Yeah, gimmo. Tzarik lechaben libirkot hakorim, but batarah librakot ha maftir vi anacharim amen. The people, the whole tzibur should listen to the brachot, Listen and answer, Amen. What's so important? Because we know every day we want to say a hundred brachot, and on Shabbos we're missing. Because there's Shemona is only seven, seven brachot instead of uh, nineteen. So then, so, the, so you want to try and hop right as much as you can of the mayor of, of extra brachot you stay, take from other people. You can listen any, any bracha that you listen to. And you say amen, it can count. Now, do you have to say amen bedafka, or just listening is enough? So, generally, we say shomayak one. So, a, it is a big discussion. Madani Yom um, Tov on the Rosh, where it's the source of this is, It's says it's You do not need to say amen. You're say just by listening. But uh, some want to say that actually it makes a difference. Prima Gauden comes up with a whole little differentiation. That since you're not using it to be yotzei the mitzvah, it's it's you're not getting any actual usage out of the bracha. You have to say amen to be as if you actually said it to count from me a brachot. But we know, let's say by uh, by eating, maybe you don't need to say amen because you're eating. Uh, Anyways, different opinions. Do you have to say amen or not for it to count? but in general, you are any anytime you need to be yotzei for Shomeia Ka'ona, even without answering Amen, as long as you listen and you have a mind to be, you know, both of you really need to be, have a mind to be yotzei. Um, okay. Just, Mishnah Bura once again points out that one of the, that you don't answer Amen in the middle of a bracha, a rucha, a very long bracha, you don't answer Amen in the middle. So, uh, examples after Hanemarim beemet and after Emet v'Sedek in the Berachas we don't answer Amen because that's in the middle of a bracha. It comes by one uh, bracha. What? To the to the hundred brachot. Yeah, if you answer if you answer Amen or just listen, perhaps it does count. For one, or for four. No, for each bracha counts. Ah. So if the, 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 here you can get a whole bunch of them, seven from the Haftara, and everybody else you get a couple. Okay, Gimel. No, is dalet. the dalit. Katan yachol Haftir. La halacha is a katan is allowed to do the haftarah, He's allowed to get mafter. He's allowed to lean, and he's allowed to get uh, read the haftarah. That's the ikar halacha. The general minhag by Ashkenazim is not to, but that is the ikar halacha. Hagav im la mafter misha omar Now this really can be whether it's a gadol or a katan. But anyways, a person you call up to do a maftir, he gets the maftir, he lanes the aliyah, then, but then you realize, wait a sec, this guy doesn't know how, can't do the haftarah. I don't know, he can't say the brachot, he can't read the psukim really, that's what it's usually talking about. Ya'chol achilah uh, omrah, someone else can do it. Ava asur So whoever reads, whoever gets the aliyah maftir should do the haftarah, but it doesn't have to be. If there's any reason not to, like you realize the guy can't do it for whatever reason. Um, okay, now Lemaisa nowadays uh, shows have a couple little different minagam how to deal with it because often um, it's it's normal to have a person. depends also, it depends. You're reading from a cloth. Often you have a Baal Kore who's reading the psukim and someone else says the brachot. So this could also be done, but uh, whoever says the brachot should certainly read along himself quietly if not. Okay? Hey! If in the middle of uh, reading the Haftarah. The guy was reading the Psukim, the Navi, and then all of a sudden he, can't, he loses his voice and he can't continue anymore. So what happens? So you get a replacement. You get someone else to, to start reading. And um, generally I think the custom is we do not say a new bracha rishona. We had this before in Hilchas Haftarah, and that's the general the general practice. He just continues. But where? Does he continue where he left off or from the beginning? So, so, when you get a replacement in the middle of an aliyah, or here in the middle of the haftarah, you don't, the second guy who comes up doesn't start reading the psukim from the middle, from where he left off. So you go back, just like you start reading from the beginning of the aliyah, here too you start, start all over the psukim from the beginning of the haftarah. And two, guys, two people should not be reading the Avtara out loud at the same time. Because it says in the, in the Gemara, you don't have two people say at the same time, Kriyasatara or or um, the Avtara, because it's hard to concentrate and then you end up hearing nothing. Um, this week is Purim, so it's a different halacha when it comes to Purim. Uh, when it comes to reading the Megillah or Halal, you can have Philomea, even a hundred people reading, that's not a problem. Okay. Let's go on. Uh, okay. Vav. Ein ha maftir maftir at shigamor ha iglo ha sefer Torah. So a maftir uh, doesn't start the haftorah reading until after whoever's doing glila uh, rolls it up and. Uh, f- uh, finishes with the basic glila or uh, or at least maybe putting on the mitpachat over it depends what kind of sefer Torah you have, so at least cover it up with the initial mitpachat, the, uh, the, the Torah cloth or the case, and then you're good to go. Then you can start reading. Um, the Mishnah Bura says the main reason is because whoever reading the uh, whoever is doing the glila also wants to to listen word for word, so you have to give them a chance to finish. Um, okay, so this way. He can also uh, listen. Okay, Zine And read along. Zine. When you have two parshiot that are together, a double parsha, we call it, maftirin parsha So you do the haftarah. On gen- gen- the general rule is you read the haftarah after the second haftarah, the second parsha. Because the haftarah generally follows the maftir. Okay fine, we'll get later. so here the, the Ramah goes on a little tangent because where else is he going to put it so this is right after Kriya Satara, before before Um this is for Ashkenaz uh, for the most part what he's going to say but not only now is the time to do Hashkava or Hashkara uh, um, for the Nishamot the deceased and then you say a bracha for those who are oskim um, for the tzibor, uh, working hard for the tzibor, whatever the custom is. Now's the time to say whatever all the actual little you're going to put in. and there's of course the custom to say of the No problem of of uh, asking asking a kaddish baruch uh, for things uh, we're not crying we're not over excessive here the god kane nohagim mamar av harachamim now is also the place to say av harachamim go for yom sheinu limvot sitkhatcha sitkhatcha um sitkhatcha ve sitkhatcha sitkhatcha en omrim oto. and whenever we don't have the custom to say sitkhatcha then this is the time not to say that's when we don't say av harachamim or if there's also, you're celebrating for a chasana or for a Mila, Then we skip Avarachamim. The whole week ahead. What was this? What? Um, I'm not was, sure. Maybe it's, 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 maybe it's an Afraf. Probably the afrof? I don't think the Afraf. I don't think it's the chasana. Who's just got married was the third day in a Shabbat. Uh-huh. A Actually, I don't Do not know. Not to say Either when he's in and, so and so forth. Don't the whole think. week? Yeah, I no. don't Some Shabbat just have khattana, one day. Right? So right. Shabbat 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 khattana, khattana. Married, so Shabbat right. right. but by Ashkenazim, uh, enough of his, as uh, they say in Yiddish, that it's not worth anything. He's got to be a chasim chasim realm. I see. Yeah, I don't, okay. Uh, don't have Avraham. Swagim um, you can no, no, it could fork any other. It's all really far out of that, Yeah. Okay, gamke But so he says, uh but then he says Bayeshima come che Ainon Mimo Takish and whenever you do Mavarchim Achodesh, I think that's the most prevalent Minh, but every place is uh see according to your own Minhad. So for Ashchodesh Mavakim so many don't say it, Umilvadi me Except when it's during the days of Svira for those fifty days because it was more um was a more dangerous or a more uh, um more of a dangerous time for Klaya Okay, the ze achara minag. really it really depends on the menagh the show. So that's really uh, every place has its own Minagim. Um uh, we briefly mentioned, but uh Bur points out well, this is uh, you want to say all these things before Ashrei, Because once you get to Ashray, there's, ideally, there shouldn't be a much of a hafsek. I know there um, yeah, many shows that the, the Rabb speaks then, but ideally there shouldn't be a hafsek between um, Ashrei and between Musaf, because there's only one kaddish, and that kaddish serves both purposes. One is um, to be said after psukim, and that's your ashray. and then there's the and then it's supposed to be an intro to the the next fila of uh, Musaf. We always want to have a kaddish. Uh, after psukim and as an intro to the next fila. So it's ideal not to have a separation. So shows do different things to try and avoid that, but that is obviously a uh, popular minad. Um, yeah. But they also say psukim. You know, there are also other psukim after ashray too. So anyway. Um, okay. Let's go to Resh Pei Hei. Yikra parsha shnai um, just point out, the Levush says, uh, he points out from the Parsha to Shmot. I'm not exactly sure, what, uh, what's the significance, but it says, Ve'ele Shmot B'nei Yisrael. So Ve'ele Chayav Adam, likrot a parsha Shmot, the Shnai vecha Targum bnei Yisrael, the Avokla Yisrael are Chayav. Uh, except for the women though, anyway. But, uh, but, um, yeah. Uh, Shmot's a new chance for people who got, uh, lazy to get back into it. But, okay. Chazal say it's very important to do shnayim Rechav Echatargum and whoever does it every week Marichino Yamav Ushnotav gets a long life. It's a bracha from Chazal. So if you believe in Chazal, you'll take this seriously. Okay. Um, interesting to point out. I'm not sure how he knows. The Arach writes that the minag of the halacha, the din of shnayim Rechav Echatargum was actually established by none other than Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he said there is going to be, we have to read the Torah every week, without having three days of break, right? Monday, Thursday, Shabbos morning. So then, at the same time, he was matakin that we should all read nine Rekha Vecha targum. Interesting. Where targum come from? Was there a targum from from Munkalis? So the Gemara. So the Tanchuma says in Parsha's Kittisa, the end of Parsha's Kitisa, which is this week's Parsha too, it's interesting, at Purim Kitisa this week, it says, Alpiyat Varyam, this is a, uh, the Ktav Alpiyat Advarim. so the Tanchuma says, Alpiyat Varyam refers to Targum. Targum was given at Har Sinai. It was the Targum was, the Torah was given both Balash and Akodesh and in Aramaic. Why Aramaic? That was the Jewish language, apparently. It was. Uh, it may have been even more prevalent than, th- th- it was probably more prevalent than, than Hebrew, perhaps. Right, so when everyone says, we all assume that means Hebrew, right? It could be, it refers to Aramaic. You just didn't take upon Egyptian. Why were the Jews speaking Aramaic? Because all their mothers spoke Aramaic. They come from Levan Arami. The whole Kla Yisrael comes from Jewish mothers who, uh, were all speaking Arami. from their, from the, that's the, that was their mother tongue, per se. So I don't know when that switched over. But, um, so that's why it was given, it was given also in Aramaic. So where, where does Unkulus come in? Why is it called Targum Unkulus? So you mentioned, um, well the Beis Yosef and Rashi also mention it comes from Harsinai. The Gemara, I don't think, says it comes from Harsinai. The Gemara says, it was forgotten, and because they, they know it, it was said by um, Ezra, in Ezra Nechemia, Nechemia Chet Chet, it says that they brought all the Jews together and people didn't know the Chumash, they couldn't even read the words. So they, ha- so they had the Levim read the whole Torah, and it says, Mephorash, I'll explain, that means with the Targum. Quick you couldn't read the words because... Was ah, right. So, so there's forgotten. a whole. So as was talking, just if you didn't can hear, as was, Ezra was, was, was talking, um, Ksav Ashuri was the Torah given in Ashuri Ivri? That's a whole machlokes. But either way, at the time, so that's another thing. But either way, the the uh, the Jews living in Egypt in um, in Israel were very unfamiliar with uh, the Psukim and with, with, with the mitzvot in general. Unfortunately. So, I did see in um, one of the art school books on Targum, he sa- they write that they think it was established to, ha- to have the Maturgamon uh, read. The, the, when we ling we have the Torah and then Targum. Torah, Targum. That was the, the old custom. So, the I mean, Yemenites still, do still doing that. So, the. I don't know if all of them do, but. Anyways, we'll find out. Um, so, anyways, the point is they feel that the the, the minhag started from, from Ezra. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know if that fits so well with the Gemara Megillah, which you pointed out, because the Gemara says, why is it called Targum Unculus? Because the Jews forgot it. The Torah was given in Aramaic, but then the Jews forgot the Aramaic. So Unculus learned it from his Rebbeim, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. And he made a popular, probably he wrote it down also. He taught it and he probably wrote it down and that's when it became... Known as Targum says That was Jonathan Venezia, you oh. referring to so the, the okay. Anyways, that's the Navi that the, the world was, uh, a shook. They didn't want him to, uh, we okay. To do it. Well that was for Ketuvim. They wanted him to do Navi, they didn't want him to do Ketuvim. <laughs> because of the Kates. They didn't want the Kates to be revealed. case of Mashiach. Okay, so back to Pei He. I think. Enough for our intro. Um, okay. Right. Okay. Aleph. Even though we listen to the Shaliyah Tzibor, the Baal read every Shabbos morning, regard, separate to that, that week. Ideally, it should be during that week, not bef- not the week before, not the week after. That's ideal. That's the way it should be done. So then you're supposed to read each Pasuk twice, and the Shnayim Mikra, and the Echad Targum. And the Targum you read once. A even a Pasuk that doesn't have Targum Unkulas. Now there is a Targum Yushalmi, so the discussion, should you read that, what do you do with that extra, with that Pasuk, where there is no Targum Unkolas, you either can read Targum Yushalmi, or you read that Pasuk a third time. Let's the two main... Okay, just interesting, Um, really it's from, sorry, from before, the Haftarah, why is it Lashon Maftir Haftarah, why is that Lashon of Haftarah, where does that come from? You know, the the word, uh, like we have Baye Maftir in Pesach uh, Akhar Afikomen, why don't we have, what is the Lashon of Haftarah or or Maftir? Because when two people, it means when you uh, save something or something that's done at the end, that's really what it means. It's basically the literal translation. Where does it come from? So I heard from Raviner, perhaps, Niftiru when two people are by each other, when they leave, you say Niftiru from Zemizah. So there's a Lashan. Uh, so uh, I don't know which came first, but you see that when, pe- when people leave at the end, that's... Uh, anyway, that's where the Lashan comes from. Okay. Um, now, as far as... How to do it? So there are different opinions. What you should do? Uh, how to do shnei Vecha targum? And really, there is no there is no rule. You could do the whole parsha, we call a parsha. It could be what the whole parsha stuma and Petucha, each little paragraph. Are, or you could do pasuk by pasuk. Right? You read the pasuk twice, and then you do targum. And really, whichever one you do, they're all they're all acceptable. Um, whichever works better for you is probably best. But there are some who prefer one over the other. Okay. Um, there's also some say, if you can do it with the Sefer Torah, that's even, uh, that's even better. Uh, assuming you know how to read it. Um, and just pointed the Te'amim, it's nice to do it with the Te'amim, but it's not Me'akiv. Um, let's see. Bet. I think we'll go on a bit more. Bet. Im, Lamara Parsha Beferush Rashi, Chashiv targum. So he points it over here. If you do Perush Rashi, it's the same, it's just as good. Like doing Targum Onkelos, Yerusha Mayim Yikra Targum, begon Perush Rashi. Mayim will do both. Why? Because they both have pluses and pluses. Um, the advantage of Targum is it was given at Har Sinai. It's the established translation, and uh, accepted. But it's more. It's from Har Sinai too, and uh, and it tells you the Perush of the milim. So you understand what's going on. Rashi is great because he has a lot of extra pshatim to understand from midrashim, but then again, he doesn't translate uh, most of the psakim either. So if you can do both, that's that's ideal. Many point out—I uh, won't say it's one hundred percent without machloket—but uh, many say you can use and um, uh, any any translation, but as long as the translation. Um, does more than just a literal translation. You don't want a straight, uh, literal, I don't know, Sensino category. If, if that qualifies or not, I don't want to say anything negative about a translation, but you don't want to have something that just gives a straight, literal translation, and you don't really know what's going on, or it doesn't really follow the translation of Chazal. So if you have a translation that's equal or better than Unculus, so then that should be okay. So many say a translation like the Living Torah or um, Art Scroll is 100% good. Um, again, different opinions, if, which is Lachat but also depends on the person who we're talking about. Um, there is a, uh, there's a famous one in, in, in Hebrew that's been put under Kherom. I don't want to get all into it, but... Um, Anyway, you want to use a translation that's, that's at least as good as, as Targum. But is that famous or Aaron? Literally, you mean Mama yeah. Aaron? Yeah, so we can talk about it after. But um, um, One of my sons tells me that uh, in, in America, Uncle Lewis is really uh, Uncle Lewis. Just wanted to get that out there, <laughs> a Little cute. Um, I just want to point out something interesting. Uh, just as one quick example that I... It's in, it's in Unculus itself, but uh, Art School pointed it out for me. So I thank you very much. That when it says, V'chibes in Vayikra, just to get an idea. Vayikra, Yur Gimel Nun So it says, V'chibes, V'chibes twice. Right? So we usually think as, what is V'chibes? To wash it, right? So it actually says it twice in the Pasuk. And it means two different things. The first time it means to wash it. So in uncle it says, Yit Chavar. And I saw an art scroll in the living Torah. One says wash, one says scrub. And, but then when it says it the second time, it doesn't say to wash. It translates it as the taba. Because there, it means to immerse, or to put in the mikvah. So, just pointing out that a straight literal translation, you, you'll, you'll miss it. So, it's, uh, it's, not, so it's not as good. Uh, just, but it's not like they're explaining every pasat perfectly according to uh, most of Targumunculus is a straight translation. Uh, it wouldn't be an anti-Chazal translation, but most of it is a straight translation. But it has some good points to it. So you want to be at least on that level. Uh, one mm-hmm. example is Ben Necha. So we know bein Necha has been not directly between your eyeballs, but above your uh, above your, your eye um, your hairline, but uh, but corresponding to between your eyes. Um, but they don't meant, you know. But the translations targum artscroll Living Torah they don't reference that. They just say between your eyes. Uh Ruach Elohim, here unclea says, you might think it's going to be a divine spirit, right? So that's what uh, Living Torah and Art School does. Um, but really, Unkulah says it's a Ruach f- from before Hashem. So I don't know. You probably would translate that as a wind that comes from a karish Baruch, And that's what uh, Living Torah says on the bottom it's God's wind. Right. So there's different. Uh, Different yeah, ways, yeah, a hundred percent different way. I'm just pointing out that <laughs> even Targum Onkelos is not uh, is uh, you know is, some you see words of Chazal in there and some uh, s- some you don't. Okay, um, we have a little bit more, just a little bit more time. Right, uh, starting from Sunday morning, it's called Imhatzibor, so that's when you should start. Some take that literal. Some say you can start already, al, al, already from Shabbos mencha because that's when we start laying the new parsha. Again, it's ideal to do it in that week, but that doesn't mean it has to only be in that week. Okay. Um, Dalit mitzvah shashim The best time to finish it is before you eat Friday night. Um, Friday night. Uh, I think so, but the truth is I'm not sure. He says at night. But you could also do it before you eat in the morning, and but you shouldn't go beyond chatzos just because you didn't eat. Uh, Mishnah Berurah points out if even if you're running late, you don't want to start your meal after chatzos. Uh, just do it after your meal. But so it's, it sounds from here maybe, maybe it's Shabbos morning, but um, okay. Either way, the uh, many also say it's better to finish it Arab Shabbos. But anyways, there's no 100% rules here as long as it's... Uh, the, the most important thing is that it's done before Shabbos morning is really the best. Before you lean. Um, anyways, but you have up until Mincha, and that's another level, and that's very good. V'yesh omrim ad vi v'Shabbos. Now, if you want to stretch it, some say you have until Wednesday, but the first three days of the week goes to the previous Shabbos, and the next goes to the next Shabbos. V'yesh and some say you really have up until sh'mini at which is also Simchas and chutzara to get an extra day. But that's when we finish reading. Um hey, you could even read it while the guy is leaning. While the Baal Khari is doing his leaning, you can do your own Shnayim mikra during the same time and not pay attention. That is the halacha according to the Moran Shulchanareth. It's very clear. He says that we learned this before as well. Uh, but some say not so simple. Really, you should not do it that time. You should only listen. Bura quotes the Magin Avram with a little bit of a shita in between that if you can do it word for word, but very quietly so that nobody else hears you. Um, And that's another way to save yourself some time. Um, If in Cheder you're teaching... The kids, the whole parsha with the proper explanation. You do not need to do your own as You just did it with the kids. Um, they point out that many times, though, you're not doing targum or Rashi; you're just explaining it a little bit. So then, you should do your own. Uh, if you say the psukim twice, then at least say the targum yourself. It depends. Whatever you do, if you say each pasuk twice, if you say uh, full explanation, you know, depending on whatever you do, the point is whatever you do in in school in cheder, you don't have to. Uh, do it again for yourself if you already did it. Um, same thing if you're preparing leaning. Obviously, preparing leaning counts as twice. Ain sarich likrot parshat yom and you don't have to do uh, yom tov, right? Because uh, you only have to do the whole Torah once. Uh, yom tov is just a, a repeat from what you already did during uh, the seder of the year. Ain sarich likrot avtara. You don't have to do the avtara. That's not part of the tikkunah. Never was. But there are many who do the who do read from the avtara. And then whenever you read, it just visits the Shabbat Chatan, you, you don't change the Haftar it's because there's a Chasan or a Mila, you do whatever uh, the, the Minag is based on the Parsha. And some point out, when should you do Zosabracha, what's the best time? So they say Hoshana Rabbah. Again, love Davka, but that is what's given. Okay? A wrap for today.